What is up, everybody? Well, welcome back to Whale Talks Wrestling, episode 20. Nah, I can't believe it's been 20 episodes already, but... <clears throat> this has been a pretty damn good week for me, I'll tell you that. So, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT as usual. But fucking ended up going to my first ever New Japan show. Oh, it was a dream come true. I've been trying my best to ever go to a New Japan show and I finally made it happen fuck it met, met Lance Archer he was a pretty cool dude fucking huge man everybody dies that was awesome fucking uh, got to see TJP walking around Sonata walking around Goto walking around fucking crazy man I was like see like I prefer shows like this where everyone's feels like they're just down to earth like the whole show is great everyone just seemed like they were having fucking fun wasn't like fucking crazy you know it was like a little small venue but it was nice it was intimate it was good stuff but i'll review that later but let's start off with monday night raw september 23rd edition of raw let's see and we start off with the universal champion second one comes out kick off tonight's show Rollins gets on the mic and says he's been he's seen a lot of things in seven years but he's never felt anything like the fiend uh basically saying he has to defend his title and will he do what he always does he will survive uh Rollins talks about surviving and beating Strowman Strowman's music hits comes out uh Braun gets in the ring Braun says that Rollins shouldn't be defending the title against him and not Bray with the pup playing with the puppets Seth seems to challenge Braun. Braun tells him that tonight he's going to get these hands. Uh, we get Viking Raiders versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. This was actually a really good match. It got a pretty decent time. It was actually like a real match, which I'm glad. Uh, it was actually a really good match. Uh, we, get, we get back in it though. Anderson tags in. They look for the magic killer on Eric, but Eric escapes, tags Ivar. Ivar cleans house. Raiders hit the Viking experience on Gallows. I mean, on Anderson. Uh, Herrick, it's a dive on fucking Gallows. And then uh, while Ivar gets the pin, one, two, three, Viking Raiders win cleanly. Um, I didn't expect them to win cleanly, but this was a, this was a good match, so I was happy about it. Um, uh, the OC, it looks like they're back to their losing ways now. You know, they got that little fucking token title run. I feel like just to keep them there, and then that was it. So, I don't know what's going to happen from there. Uh... Robert Roode is backstage, talking shit about Seth Rollins. He points out he's already pinned Rollins at a fucking Night of Champions, Clash of Champions. Oh, then my heart started hurting. I saw EC3 out there, and I was like, uh-oh, Spadudios. Uh, Rusev comes out. Uh, it's EC3 versus Rusev. Uh, EC3 gets, like, some really quick offense don't understand why they don't use this man it hurts me every time uh rusev super kick accolade done short match i don't know uh rusev like i'm glad rusev is back but i don't know man something just like it's not clicking for me it just i just hate how he's kind of just like in there and they haven't even explained anything you know what i mean like it's fucking weird Sasha Banks versus Nikki Cross. Honestly, uh, this was okay. 
like I said, um, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss just kill it for me. Like, I want nothing to do with fucking anything involving Alexa Bliss right now. Like, I like Alexa, but it's just too much, too much. But Nikki, I mean, Sasha knocks Nikki out of ringside. She looks for a baseball slide, but Nikki blocks it. Starts beating the crap out of Sasha. Bailey causes a distraction, but Nikki drops her. Back in the ring, Nikki looks for a crossbody on Sasha. Sasha blocks it. Bank statement, Nikki taps out. Sasha gets the win. Definitely much needed for Sasha to get this win because, like I said, I feel like Becky's been beating the crap out of her all this time. But uh, Alexa gets in the ring, but Sasha drops her, puts her in the bank statement, and Sasha and Bailey leave together looking strong. Uh, AJ Styles is backstage complaining about Cedric to Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson. Basically tell him that Cedric is not in AJ's league. Street Profits are backstage. Cutting a promo with The Miz. You know, Miz has had another kid. Congrats to The Miz. Another baby girl. Uh, Ember Moon versus Lacey Evans. And damn, man. Where the fuck has Ember Moon gone, man? This is crazy. Like, I remember fucking Ember Moon in NXT, man. She was having wars with Asuka. Fucking, I think Oscar was like the only person that ever beat Ember Moon next year. That and Shayna Baszler, that was it. Yeah, oh my god, this match was so fucking fast. So Ember starts it off, it's a big boot to face. Lacey for a two count. Ember hits a crossbody off the middle rope. Lacey fights back. It's that cool little slingshot drop kick that she does. She like, you know, springboards in the ring, but then twists it around and drop kicks him in the face. That shit looks vicious, man. She's gonna she's gonna hurt somebody one day with that thing, but it looks so cool, so I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> uh, Ember goes out back in the ring. Ember fires back with kicks of her own. They grab on the ropes. They're back in the ring. Lacey catches Ember. But you're the sharpshooter. Ember taps out. And I kid you not, this match was not not even five minutes. It's crazy just how Ember Moon is falling, man. It's crazy. Natalia's back there. Talks about using the sharpshooter, you know what I'm saying? How Lacey hasn't perfected it yet, and she's going to tap Lacey out. So these girls got like a mini feud going right now. Uh, it's time for Bray Wyatt's Firefly Funhouse. Bray heads up a picture of Kane, and then another blank picture. And he talks to, you know, Rambling Rablet, and Husky Huskington, as I call him. And he says, oh, they have, they're playing with like a Saffron's action figure. And they're like, oh, we've become huge, huge fans of Seth Rollins. Bray takes the Seth Rollins figure, breaks it in half, and he sells yowie wowie. Bray gets serious and doesn't to the camera. Then he smiles and he goes, see you in hell. <laughs> but basically, he's going to break Seth Rollins into which I expect. I'm really hoping for it. So, back from the break, we get uh, Art Truth with uh, 24-7 champion shenanigans. Carmella finally... Ends up screwing R2 and takes the title for herself. But R2's not mad about it. R2 raises her hand and she's like, cool. Uh, I expected this to finally happen, but I expected it to be an actual heel turn for Carmella, but I guess not. It was more of a friendly turn. Uh, Baron Corbin. This is Chad Gable. We get a rematch, which I was super pissed about because I'm like, these guys just blew that fucking great ass match they had. If you're going to do a rematch, it could have been saved for a pay-per-view, but this is a, but this was actually a great fucking match. So again, again, you guys got good guy fucking chemistry. 
But Corbin gets in the middle rope, misses a shot. Gable fires back with a big German suplex. Gable follows up with a moonsault for a two count. Corbin comes back with a big old deep six. I'm telling you, every time he's going to add a revolution to it. Gable escapes it. Gable puts Corbin in the ankle lock. Corbin grabs his king scepter and starts beating the crap out of Gable for a DQ. Like, I don't understand why this match went long because they, they did some a lot of shit. It went really long. But and then they just ended in DQ. Like, why not just end it in DQ like five minutes in? Like, save what these guys can do for like something more important. You know what I mean? After that, Corbin beats down Gable after the match. Oh, excuse me. Uh, we get another promo for the Office of Pain, which I cannot wait for him to come back. Hopefully, they're used right this time. Uh, we got a fatal flyaway elimination match. Rey Mysterio versus Shinsuke Nakamura versus Robert Roode versus AJ Styles versus Ricochet. The winner faces Seth Rollins next week. Sami Zayn is at ringside for Nakamura's corner, and this match is fucking awesome. I love this match. Like overall, Raw was pretty damn good. I would have to say it was pretty good. Kobe Bell and Roode immediately rolls out. He's not fighting anybody. Fight spills out to ringside. AJ is going at it with Ricochet, of course. Nakamura drops AJ to the outside. Ricochet nails Nakamura with a boot to the head. Ray comes in, takes on Nakamura. Starts going at it with Ricochet. That was really cool because I was just like, ooh, Lucha Underground, that match, that awesome match they had. Uh, fuck it. Uh, so Nakamura runs in, hits a Kinshasa on Ricochet. Nakamura pins Ricochet, and Ricochet is the first one eliminated. Uh, Nakamura tries to take out AJ now. Rey Mysterio drops Nakamura, hits a 619 on him. AJ drops Ray, hits the phenomenal form on Nakamura. One, two, three. Nakamura is now eliminated by AJ. Rude comes in after the distraction, hits AJ with glorious DDT out of nowhere, and he gets a three count on AJ. They're definitely pushing Rude, which is really cool. AJ is now eliminated. Rude drops Ray. Ray fights back. 619, uh, and Ray wins the match. And gets the shadow shot against Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins was saying how, you know, this is one of his dream matches. He's going to make this shit happen. And I'm like, cool. I'm okay with that, man. I feel like it's going to be a kick-ass match. It's a good uh, win for Rey Mysterio. I mean, uh, for uh, Seth Rollins. I think this is the way to go. I think this is a really cool fucking match they could do. These guys can tear it down. This is a really, really good match. So... I said no complaints here. I like how Rude beat AJ. The big fucking TNA chance too. Oh my god, the TNA chance were out of control. <laughs> Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman, and again, these guys have really good fucking chemistry. I actually like this match too. I know me being positive on Raw is so weird, <laughs> but this was actually a pretty damn good match. Fucking Braun was all sorts of aggressive. That man was putting the beeps to Seth Rollins, boy. Uh, back in the ring, Braun picks up Seth, lights go out, is about to go end it, and Bray Wyatt comes in and beats the crap out of Braun, hits him with a mandible claw, fucking tries to get in there. Uh, the Fiend then, you know, when he's done beating up Braun, it was really cool, he looked at Seth, Braun's getting back up, and then he gets him again with the mandible claw, and then he crawls over to Seth, and he's just looking at him, and the lights go out, and you hear the laughing, no contest, but they're doing a great job of making fucking Rollins scared of the Fiend. So, if that's what they're going for, they're doing a pretty damn good job, I think so, but... I said, keep it on. Keep it on. Keep pushing Bray, man. Keep pushing Bray.
now time for SmackDown, 24th edition of September. This, uh, tonight, tonight marked the final episode of SmackDown on USA. Next, uh, next one we move to Fox. But it starts off with Daniel Bryan versus Eric Rowan, and dude, these guys had a good ass fuck. I'm telling you, man, Eric Rowan beat that boy. Like, that's crazy. Like, this guy is really not bad. Like, he's pretty damn good on this role he's having. But this was a great fucking match. I love this match. I thought this match was awesome. Uh, Daniel Bryan going for like a fake babyface run. You know, he was like, it was weird. Because he was hyping up the crowd. He was doing, you know, all his old shit. Kick up the comeback. He was doing all his stuff. But he, he wasn't doing the yes chant. Like, people were doing the yes chant, but he never went with it. I thought that was cool. That was like a little subtle thing. <clears throat> but Brian starts to go in, man. He's going 100 miles per hour in this match. Like, this match is so fucking good. He looks for a shot at the top. But Rowan catches him with a choke slam. Brian fights out of it. Latches onto Rowan. It looks like Brian's going for a DDT, but instead he applies the yes lock onto Rowan. Harper comes out, causes distraction. Brian releases the the hole, drop kicks Harper. Distraction leads to Rowan grabbing Brian from the ring, pulling him up, gives him the iron claw choke slam. But Brian's foot gets stuck. This was definitely like not supposed to happen. Brian's foot gets stuck in the rope. Rowan's trying to get him out. The ref's trying to get him out. Brian himself at one point stopped selling. He did like a setup and he tried to get himself out. They finally got him out. And I give credit to Big Red. He could have just pinned that, you know, tried to like make that up. But no, he picked him up, gave him another iron claw choke slam. And boom, got the win over Brian. I thought that was great because they, it was a good, smart idea to redo the spot because you even made Brian look stronger that it took all that shit to fucking beat him. Uh, after the match, Rowan and Harper look to beat down Brian, but Roman Reigns comes out, even though I don't understand why he didn't come out mid-match, because that's the, that's the Roman ability, where Roman is like the worst babyface ever. He comes out when you don't need him. Uh, Rowan and Harper are able to overpower Reigns. They bring him to the announce table. Brian gets back. Big old dive. Uh, Rowan comes, grabs Brian, but Reigns gets back up, spears Rowan before he can do anything. Reigns goes to help Brian to his feet. But Brian slaps away his hand. Brian gets on the mic and he asks the fans if they want to see him and Roman kick Harper and Rowan's yes. The crowd starts chanting yes, but he's not chanting yes. He's like lifting his arms to them chanting yes, which I'm like, I'm telling you, it's the subtle thing where Brian's going to turn on fucking Roman, hopefully. Because I don't want Brian as a babyface yet. He's going to fucking explode as a babyface again, but not yet. Uh... Kofi Kingston interview backstage saying he, this is going to be the biggest one of his career. He promises to be a fighting champion. He feels like this. He's in the prime of his career. I'm like, Kofi, you're going to die. <laughs> Everybody dies, Kofi. Everybody dies. Uh, Chad Gable comes out. Uh, Gable says Corbin can make all the short jokes he want. But last night, he had Corbin beat and he knew it. So Corbin and got himself disqualified. For some reason, Mike fucking Canellas came out. Canellas says he's sorry to cut Gable short. But he's here to prove a point to his pregnant wife. The ref hits the ring. And we get um, Gable hitting all his highlights. Legit. Gable immediately hits a belly to belly. Hits another suplex. Ankle lock. Tapped out. This match was legit 50 seconds. 59, 58 seconds. 
fucking what did Mike Canellas do, man? What did this man do? But good win for Gable. It makes Gable look fucking strong as shit, dude. Uh, Elias appeared on the big screen after the match and he starts singing a short song about Gable. I have no idea what Elias has to do with this. Maybe because the whole King of the Ring thing, but we'll see. Uh, Charlotte approaches our truth and he asks, and she's like, where the hell is Carmella? Truth, he just said he doesn't know who Carmella is. Charlotte's like, alright, can we please stop playing games? <laughs> Carmella then ends up coming down saying, Bailey is not acting like herself. She's known Bailey her whole life, blah, blah, blah. They've been best friends. So they're actually going with the Carmella and Bailey are best friends thing, which I'm like happy about. Because I'm like, that's, what if it's just random throwing Carmella into this? Charlotte and Carmella versus Bailey and Sasha. Uh, alright, match here. Like I said, meh. Sasha tags in as Carmella kicks Bailey out the ring. Sasha grabs Carmella. Bank statement. Carmella taps out. I'm glad that Bailey and Sasha are getting big wins at least. You know what I mean? Like, that's good. After the match, a bunch of female wrestlers come out to chase Carmella for the 24-7 title. Archie picks up Carmella and they get to running. Uh, Becky Lynch comes out for the save and Bailey and Banks retreat off the ramp. Oh. Um, Ali versus Shinsuke Nakamura. What a great fucking match. This was a great, 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 great match. Ali, man, this guy needs to be used, man. Him and Buddy, like, where the fuck is Buddy Murphy? Him and Buddy need to be used, man. Uh, Nakamura looks for the King Chasa, but Ali intercepts it with a big old super kick. Nakamura fires back for more strikes, but Ali grabs him, rolls him up for the two. Ali follows up with a big tornado DDT, goes to the top. Sammy helps Nakamura roll out to the ringside before Ali can hit his 450. Ali runs to the rope, leaps over the referee with a big suicide dive on Nakamura. Ali gets distracted by Sami Zayn, which leads to Nakamura hitting the King Chasa for the three count. Nakamura wins, but this was a great match. Made both guys look great. I'm really liking the whole Sami Zayn and Nakamura thing. I don't know why. It feels kind of cool. Big E and Xavier Woods versus the B team. Squash match. <laughs> Basically, beat the crap out of them. Fucking New Day hits the midnight hour. One, two, three, done. Uh, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville versus Asuka and Kairi Sane. Um, this match was okay. This match was okay. It did shock me to have that they had Asuka and Kairi Sane won. Uh, Mandy rolls up Asuka for the behind. Asuka kicks Mandy and tags in Kairi. Kairi hits the big fucking elbow. One, two, three. The Kabuki Warriors actually get a win and are on TV. Hopefully they fucking do something soon, man. These girls are so fucking good. It's crazy. Uh, back from the break, Shane McMahon comes out with all his lawyers. He tells Kevin Owens to come out. They're arguing over the fine. Kevin Owens says it's not about the money. He just wants to get over his, under his skin. Basically, Shane's like, you need to drop this. You have no thing at core. Basically, why the fuck do I care about legal issues in my wrestling? So stupid. Owens challenged fucking uh, Shane to a ladder match. Where both of them, if one wins, the other one's fired. If one wins, the other one's fired. It's just like, no one believes these firing storylines. Get the fuck out of here. I'm excited for the ladder match because Shane and the ladder match just fucking scares the shit out of me because this dude's insane. Like, you know, as much as people can hate on Shane, this dude is mad fucking great when he wants to be. Shane's the shit, man. So, it's a ladder match, which not what I expected, but I'm okay with that. That should be kind of cool. Uh, Becky Lynch is backstage saying that Sasha will need Bailey to help her. Sasha ends up coming by herself and beating the shit out of Becky. It's good stuff because finally fucking Sasha gets something on Becky. I feel like Becky's just, you know, ever since Sasha came back, 
She got that good little beat done in the beginning. It's been Becky Lynch just destroying Sasha. So, uh, not a bad episode of Monday Night Raw. Mustafa Ali and Shinsuke was definitely the highlight. Same thing with Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, which I never hear. You never thought I would hear me say Eric Rowan fucking stealing the show over here. But it was not bad stuff. Not bad stuff at all. It's NXT now. Thank the Lord this is the last split NXT. I fucking missed the first hour because my stupid DVR didn't record it. Fucking I go on the network and what do they do? They cut the first hour completely from it. So I had to fucking go on fucking YouTube or something and try to find the rest of it. Oh, that was so annoying. So glad that's over with. We just get NXT two hours, you know, and then we get it on the network later on. But other than that, this was a great fucking episode of NXT. Like always, Dijakovic versus Keith Lee. Uh, this is their third match in NXT. Third or fourth, I stopped counting. And uh, like I said, I have no complaints. I can see these two wrestle every single fucking day. And I would not get tired. These two have amazing chemistry and the shit they can do for being gigantic men over here is good stuff, man. There was a spot in here that just fucking killed me. So they started off, you know, they know each other very well. They're hitting all these crazy kicks and stuff. Keith Lee hits an impressive fucking leapfrog into a crossbody. That was cool stuff. He fucking gives them a fucking, um, fucking bounce to the outside of the ring. That was awesome. Uh, fucking Dijakovic hits a fucking apron choke slam on Keith Lee. Oof. That looked rough. Uh, Keith Lee with a big old one-handed spine buster. Lifted this man like he was one pound. Uh, there was a cool spot where Dijakovic starts chopping the crap out of Keith Lee. Slams his head and he starts like laughing it off. But Keith Lee no-sells that shit. Uh, spiral corkscrew drive by Kif- Keith Lee to the outside. I'm telling you, this guy is not human. Both guys are exchanging in the ring. Uh, Keith Lee then hits a fucking moonsault. A perfect moon looking moonsault. And then Dijakovic fucking broke my fucking spine. I mean, like, this dude. So they start fighting it up on the middle rope. And I was like, uh-oh. What the hell are they going to do? What do they do? Dijakovic hits a mid-rope Canadian destroyer on Keith Lee. The guy who is six foot seven hits a Canadian destroyer off the middle rope. On the 320 pound, six foot three or six foot four guy. What the fuck? You know how pissed I was that I didn't end the match? That should have ended the fucking match. I don't care. That is a match ending thing. But Keith Lee fighting spirits out of it. Dijakovic hits a top rope moonsault, but that was cool. Keith Lee no sold it, catched them, deadlifted them. And hit the fucking jackhammer for the win. Awesome fucking match. People were going nuts. Just the fact that Keith Lee was able to deadlift a six foot seven, almost three hundred pound man. Insanity, dude. Like these guys are crazy. Like I hope one of them gets a title shot soon. I could definitely see Dijakovic beating the dude to beat Roddy or something. Uh, the return of Dakota Kai, one of my favorite women's wrestler in the world. She's been a big favorite of mine. She, she, she was she fucking Evie. And she was in uh, Japan and stuff. But she's awesome. You know. 
member of Team Kick up in here. This was a return. Uh, she ended up taking on uh, Tainara Kanchi, which I need to see more of. She's fantastic. Such a beautiful woman. Oh, my God. Well, both these girls are fucking gorgeous, but that was crazy, man. Like, this girl is bananas. <laughs> but we get the return of Dakota Kai. You know, Tanara's giving her the trash talk. Dakota Kai's hitting the kicks, of course. Kicks here and there. I'm glad they gave Tanara a little bit of offense. This wasn't just a squash match. Tanara was definitely working the arm, which was cool. Uh, she had a nice, really cool-looking judo throw where she, like, spin her arm around, hit the judo throw, but kept the arm in. Uh, Dakota Kai keeps coming back, hits a fucking beautiful kick on the outside, hits a bunch of kicks when she comes back inside, of course. Coast-to-coast uh, coast fucking um, Yakuza kick. Uh, she ends up getting the win with, like, a GTS-looking move where she, like, you know... Fireman carries her and kicks her in the face. I really like the chiropractor more as a move, but I guess this is a lot more practical and easier to hit on people. But I, I was kind of bad. I mean, it's like the chiropractor was a shit, bro. It was a pun. Chiropractor. Uh, we're basically getting a free NXT TakeOver next week. It's fucking every title on the line, I think, except for Roddy's. But, like, what the hell? They really fucking want to compete with that AEW. Uh, original bro, the stallion himself, fucking Matt Riddle, comes out for the main event, street fight rematch against Killian Dane. Still can't believe I actually like Killian Dane now. I'm telling you, Triple H, man. I legit had zero interest in this guy. I didn't give a single shit on this guy, but so far, this repackage is awesome, man. He looks great. Great look. Uh, I like his theme. I like, I like everything about him so far. Like, I just think he needs a better finish, but... The whole Vader bomb thing doesn't really work for me. But both guys are beating the crap out of each other. This has been a blood feud for a little bit now. Um, uh, bro comes in, you know, hits his, his dead, hits a nice deadlift German suplex. Uh, he starts taking it to Killian Dane. It looks like Riddle's being the more aggressive one this time around, which I liked. Uh, goes for the Broton, hits it. Uh, Killian Dane catches him, fucking wasteland into his own senton. Fucking big powerbomb by Killian Dane. Hits a big old elbow to the face. Uh, bro hits a fucking Alabama slam in here. Uh, fucking Killian Dane takes him to the outside. Hits a nice dive. Grabs a steel chair and saboos the shit out of him. Just chucks it at his face. So uh, Killian Dane is the first one getting the weapons ready. Killian Dane starts beating the crap out of him with the chairs. Bro comes in. He starts fighting back. Uh, they, they're fighting, like, around the crowd area. Killian Dane hits a fucking uh, collide, which is his crossbody, through a fucking wall. These guys legit go through a wall. That was awesome. The way Riddle sold it, like, uh, Riddle's got some good selling, man. What's crazy for an MMA dude, usually, you know, like, Ronda selling is trash, but <laughs> fucking Riddle's got some good selling. Uh, Killian Dane hits a bunch of Vader bombs with a chair on Riddle. He takes a kendo stick and he hits a uh, fucking Riddle with a chair on the kendo stick. And Riddle fucking sells that shit like a million bucks. Riddle overpowers him, fucking catches him with a power bomb, flips him over, flash V-trigger knee on the chair to Killian Dane's face. Uh, Riddle gets revenge by hitting him with the kendo stick in the chair. Kind of like a weird concerto. Starts ground pounding him. This is a very good match, by the way. <laughs> 
uh, Riddle starts working over the arm, and then he gets an uh, Fujitar arm bar, and he gets the tap out win. He actually taps out Killian Dane. Riddle is challenging Adam Cole for the NXT Championship, and what a great match! I thought this was a great match. I didn't. I don't. I don't. I don't know how I felt about Killian Dane tapping out. To me, he should have just beat him with the fucking V trigger knee. Uh, Adam Cole comes out, he starts talking trash, Riddle takes his arm, fucking breaks it back with the Fujitar armbar, the boys come out, the whole Undisputed Era comes out, they're all in there, Riddle escapes with his life, and next week it is official, it is Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole for the NXT title, and I don't know, I think they're blowing this way too early, I get it, AEW is right there, you know, it's the first competing episode, it's the first two-hour live, like, not split episode, but you really could have saved Matt Riddle's world title shot for something else, but hour two now, Rhea Ripley comes out, big, 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 big high on Rhea Ripley right now, man, she is the one to me that should have beat fucking Shayna, I know it's gonna be Candice, because I know what they're setting up to have EO challenge Candice for the title, but Rhea Ripley should be the one, uh, she takes on fucking, uh, Caden Carter, which is the whole ninja girl, you know what I mean? I know she was trained by Leo Rush and had some good matches with Leo Rush. So, uh, she starts. Caden starts it off trying to hit big, but Rhea Ripley shuts her down with a beautiful drop kick. Rhea Ripley's got a beautiful drop kick, man. Uh, Caden's just trying to get any roll up she can because she is, you know, really fucking short. You know, she's playing the underdog. Uh, she hits a nice fucking little like hurricanrana off the middle rope. Uh, again, uh, trying to get Rhea Ripley down. Hits her with a sunset flip. Rhea Ripley powers her out of it, deadlifts her into the Riptide, one, two, three, done. Uh, I love the way Rhea Ripley gets the pin on the Riptide, she makes it just like, like, I'm telling you, it's crazy how this girl's like, what, 21, 22 years old, but she's like, she just gets wrestling, like, she gets who we want to see, which I like, um, good match there, uh, Danny Burch versus Oni, and Oni Larkin, you know, one and two, versus some jobber boys, <laughs> I even forgot. I forgot the name of the Jobber Boys. Goddamn. Well, there's some Jobber Boys, but the Jobber Boys got a lot of fucking office, which I found weird. I was like, oh, that's weird. I expected Oni Lurkin and fucking Danny Burch to just beat the shit out of these dudes. They did, you know, but we got some good chain wrestling here and there in the beginning. Uh, there was a cool spot where um, fucking Oni Lurkin ended up getting knocked out on the outside. Danny Burch somehow, so they're doing this thing where Danny Burch resurrects Oni Lorcan, I think, because uh, Oni Lorcan was out for the thing, and fucking Danny Burch is just like getting hyped up, and he's just like fucking Oni, and fucking Oni Lorcan just rises from the fucking dead, just yelling like a fucking maniac. I don't know what that spot is all about, but I think that's really cool. It's so fucking anime, it hurts. But like I said, the Jabber Boys got a lot of offense. They did a cool little backbreaker fucking knee trembler spot, which I enjoyed. I was like, ooh, that's cool. So yeah, I don't know what that spot was about, but I thought it was kind of cool. I, I, I like I like the team of Danny Burch and Oni Larkin. Like, I feel like both of these guys are very underrated. They're really good. Like, they're both really fucking good. Uh, they need a better finish, though. I like their whole portable DDT bullshit, even though I'm taking credit for that. Me and my cousins, when we used to play fight wrestling, we did the portable DDT before it was a thing. And then I remember fucking Legacy stole it. Cody Rhodes and fucking Ted DiBiase stole it. Those fucking bastards. Uh, VXT, as they're calling himself, was um, watching in the, at ringside. 
That would be um, fucking uh, Chelsea Green and uh, Deanna Perrazzo. They have another member too, which is um, Rachel Erring. Erring? I always get her fucking last name wrong. Erring. Erring. Elving. Well, it's Rachel. Let's just call her fucking Rachel. So it's like a three-girl group where they take over NXT, and I think they're like the mean girl thing going. But I'm telling you right now, Chelsea Green is like one of my favorite women's wrestlers in the world, man. She's that good, and this girl barely has any fucking experience. It's crazy. So good. She's got one of the most beautiful Canadian destroyers I've ever seen. You know, she was Laurel Van Ness and fucking TNA. You know, the undead bride. She played that gimmick well. That girl is going to be big really big dude she's she's got it all she's fucking gorgeous she can wrestle she's good at promo she can work any character you can think of uh we get cameron grimes versus raul mendoza i love raul mendoza and cameron grimes he's awesome but cameron grimes is working the whole stomp thing he tries to stomp his lights out before the match even begins you know the match starts i, I should say so that's it's cool how they're working that if he hits that stomp you're done but we get a lot of cool stuff here these guys actually had a pretty really competitive match Delhi Raul is very underrated I, I want to see this more of this guy he's really good uh, Cameron Grimes finally hits a stomp because the whole time Raul was just trying to escape the stomp he escaped it a couple times but he couldn't escape the last one and Cameron Grimes gets to win I'm, I'm really happy they're pushing him he's really fucking good Trevor Lee up in here technical savage oh uh, we're setting up now for the sixth man yeah, next we get Imperium versus Kushida and two mystery partners. He ends up picking the fashion police as his mystery partners. I thought that was a weird choice, but it was funny to see Kushida dancing along with the fashion police. I wish he would have picked a more serious group, but I I'll take it. The fashion police is awesome. I don't know. I, I don't understand the whole Kushida Imperium rivalry thing, but I kind of like it. I don't know why. It's kind of cool. I feel like him and Walter are going to tear it up. That, to me, that's when Walter shines when he has a smaller opponent. Because I'm not a big fan of Walter, but that match with Tyler Bate is legit, Matt. One of the matches of the year. Top five, definitely matches of the year. Fucking amazing match. Like He just does better with a smaller opponent. Kushida <laughs> uh, starts it off, you know, going in against Fabian Eichner. Man, I'm telling you, man. I will never stop singing the praise of Fabian Eichner. This dude... This dude legit needs to be in the main event. I could see him in the main event of Raw and SmackDown. He's so fucking good. Like, say whatever you want about his personality. Or, you know, some people say he looks, like, generic. I'm like, this guy is so good. I don't understand how he's so good. It's crazy. It's mind-boggling. And same thing with uh, Marcel Bartel. He's fucking awesome. Uh, but, you know, simple tag team match here. Both guys are all going at it. Um... Imperium is shutting down. Uh, they're working over Tyler Breeze, beating the crap out of him. Fucking hit the double drop kick at the corner. Uh, Marcel Bartel with a big European uppercut to the fan of Tyler Breeze on the outside. Tyler Breeze is getting the beats from all the members of Imperium. Uh, Fabian Eichner, big back suplex. Oh, shattering. Tags in uh, Marcel Bartel. Marcel Bartel with another big European uppercut. Breeze is finally starting to come back. Marcel Bartel is blocking the ring. He finally about to tag in Fandango. Uh, both the guys, uh, fucking Alexander Wolf and uh, Fabian Eichner, take down both guys. Fabian Eichner tags in, gets hit with a big enziguri. 
Uh, finally, Dango's tagged in. Dango comes in with a big old hot tag. He's going nuts on everybody. It's him and Fabian going at it. Uh, Falcon's arrow to Fabian Eichner. Uh, beautiful satellite DDT off Marcel Bartel. It's a big old fucking dive. Man lands on his feet. Kushida is then comes in. Big drop kick to fucking uh, Marcel Bartel. Hits a nice uh, fucking DDT. Floats over into the arm bar. Uh, both guys break it up. Uh, the crowd's going nuts. It's actually a pretty damn good tag team match. Uh, Kushida hits the double springboard uh, kick. Hits the big stiff right hand. Marcel Bartel catches a mid springboard European uppercut. Fucking uh, Kushida ends up hitting a roll up, gets the win. Kushida's celebrating, he leaves. Walter comes in, boots the shit out of Kushida. And Imperium is last standing tall. And it looks like we're going to get that Walter Kushida match, which is fucking weird, but I'm actually really excited for seeing it. But NXT was great. NXT was fantastic. I loved every minute of it. Alright, now we get to New Japan Fighting Spirit Unleashed. I was at the Massachusetts show. There was a New York show, a Philly show. Couldn't get to the New York show, even though I'm close to New York. But I said, fuck it. I'm making the fucking three-hour trip to Massachusetts. And I am going to see fucking New Japan. What a great fucking show. Such a great show. Uh, We started off with the young boys. Uh, Carl Fredericks defeated uh, Alex Coughlin. Uh, It's cool because when these guys came out, the people were just like, oh, yeah, you know, young boys. But these guys won the crowd over, man. They were... These guys were stiffing the shit out of you. These guys had something to prove, man. But uh, Carl ended up getting the win against uh, Alex. And I, I see both these guys being something I'm done right, honestly. These guys were both great. Uh, we move on to fucking Lance Archer. Everybody dies. My boy right there. Got to meet him. Super cool dude. Uh, got his autograph, too. Uh, he was just chilling, you know, fucking after the show. He was a really cool guy, man. Really nice guy. Uh, you know, I was telling him I've been following him since TNA and all that stuff, and he's like, thanks for sticking with me that long. I'm like, I got you, bro. I always liked him in TNA. I was going to be like, yo, where's Jimmy Rave for the Rock and Rave infection? <laughs> but he ended up flipping us off because, <laughs> like I said, I had pretty good seats. Uh, fucking Lance Archer flipped us off. <laughs> fucking, he had, like, a headlock on. That was sweet. He fucking was, you know, saying everybody dies. And we chanted it back. He looked us and he just, like, flipped us off. That was awesome. But fucking Ren, man, this young boy, he's got something, man. This guy is a pure babyface. This man legit won the crowd over on his babyface comeback. Crazy. Because Archer was just beating the shit out of him. Just, like, stiffing him. Everything. Choke slammed him. Oh, my God. Hit one of the highest choke slam I think I've ever seen. Some Gregory Helms Undertaker shit right there. But, you know, Lance gave him some hope spots. Uh, Ren did what he could. But finally, Archer, you know, takes him. Choke slams him to hell. Fucking one, two. Lifts his head up. Gets the fucking EBD claw. Everybody dies. Gets the claw. One, two, three. Done. Uh, this was actually a really good match. I enjoyed this. Uh, Mikey Nichols. And Juice Robinson defeated TJP and Clark Connors. Uh, Clark Connors was also a young boy. 
Um, a lot of people didn't seem to be into him because he kept botching a little bit. And I, have to, I even kept totally. I'm just like, dude, this guy must be so fucking nervous. You know what I mean? And he won them over towards the end. He, he got better towards the end. Uh, my boy TJP, man. TJP is also a nice dude. The dude was just walking around, chilling with every, all the fans and stuff. Legit. Fucking saying hi to everybody. I thought that was sweet. Really big fan of TJP. Uh, Juice Robinson, though. Oh, my God. It was so awesome to see Juice. This dude is so over, and I'm so happy for him. Like, this dude legit deserves a fucking world title shot one day. Great stuff here. But Mikey Nichols and Juice defeated uh, TJP and Clark, and Clark Connors. But this is a good match. Uh, TJP doing some really cool fucking stuff here. He had this really nice Saito suplex where he, like, kept... Juice's arms tied behind his own back. I thought it was pretty sweet. Uh, Mikey Nichols, too. This guy got an amazing... He, like, he was, you know... Uh, when he was in NXT with the Mighty, he looked good. But, dude, this dude is fucking huge. He's jacked. I thought I was... I thought I was crazy. I'm just like, this guy looks completely different. I'm like, oh. This guy looked like that NXT. I think they would have jizzed their pants. It was crazy. But, you know, everyone was really into Juice. Everyone was really into this guy. Even fucking uh, Mikey got a lot of chances. It was cool. Because there was a guy who just kept chanting, you know, Mikey Nickel. Fucking Mikey looked at me. He's like, that guy. That's a smart guy right there. I thought that was funny. That was cool. Um, but, yeah, uh, Juice, you know, ended up getting the win. Simple stuff there. Chase Owens and Jado defeated the Rock and Roll Express, man. I'm going to tell you right now. I knew who the Rock and Roll Express was. Have I ever seen them wrestle? No. I saw these guys and I was like, great, here comes the old people. I was like, it's going to be two old guys who ain't going to do shit. And I feel so bad. I gained so much respect for the Rock and Roll Express, honestly. These guys came in and took bumps, man. Fucking, they hit dives to the outside. The man took a package pile driver at the end. Like, great. I give the Rock and Roll Express a lot of credit. These guys legit had the crowd shaking. I got video of it. The arena was shaking of people chanting, Rock and Roll, Rock and Roll. Because these guys came in there and they they legit looked like they could fit in right now anywhere. That's how great these guys looked. And this wasn't a short match either. They went like a 50, almost 15, 10 minutes. It was great. But Chase Owens hits the fucking uh, package pile driver for the win. Uh, good stuff here. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii. Fucking uh, Tomohiro Ishii and Amazing Red versus Bushi and Shingo Takagi. Shingo was over as fuck, man. It was cool seeing Amazing Red. Also, he 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 did hit this beautiful tornado DDT that like still has me shook, man. Like this guy got so much revolutions on that DDT, it was insane. Uh, Ishi, I was fucking marking out for Ishi. I love Ishi, man. But Ishi and Shingo were the fucking stars of this match, dude. These guys were just beating the shit out of each other. Fucking, uh, there was a spot where they gave, gave each other forms for like two minutes straight. It was crazy. The crowd gave him a standing ovation. They were giving the forms. Uh, Shingo hits a fucking German suplex on uh, Ishii. Ishii no-sells that shit. German suplex on Shingo. Shingo no-sells that shit. The guys both start shoulder-blocking each other at the same time. And finally, Shingo knocks down Ishii with a big lariat. I was like, yo, what the hell? 
these guys are killing each other. But Ishii and Amazing Red ended up taking the win against Bushi and Shingo. But this is a great fucking match. Shingo is so fucking cool, dude. This guy is so over. Uh, Yoshihashi and Rocky Romero versus Hiroki Goto. It was Yoshihashi, Rocky Romero, and Goto versus Kenta, Jay White, and Gato. Uh, Jay White, really, really, really over. Kenta, the most hated man in this building, dude. This dude, the ground was shaking of the booze he was getting. That's how over Kenta is as a fucking heel. Love the blonde hair again, too. He looks awesome. Yoshihashi, man, this poor guy. People were bullying this man. I, I laughed because the whole time they're like, Yoshihashi, you're going to take the L. You're going to take the pin. Fucking what happens? Yoshihashi fucking wins the match out of nowhere. I was, yo, I was like, ha. That's what you get. But uh, Rocky was really over, too. It was cool seeing Rocky come out. But uh, Jay White is the reason. You know, Jay White is the reason I was mostly, you know, really fucking hyped. I love Jay White. There was a spot, too, where uh, Jay White ended up hitting one of the, like, security girls with a chair by mistake. Uh, such a class act, though. He fucking rolled out, and you can tell he was apologizing. He was just like, you know, sorry, because the girl looked freaked out, though. She looked like she was not ready for that. But Jay White looked like he rolled out and apologized. I thought that was really fucking sweet. But... Yeah, fucking Yoshihashi getting the win for his fucking team. Uh, also saw Goto chilling. Goto was legit chilling outside, just sitting on a table, just chilling. Everybody, you know, waved high. He was just like, hey, what's up? You know, he had his translator there. He gave us a good old, like, hey. I was like, yo, fucking Goto. Goto's underrated shit. Well, this is a good match, too. Pretty, basically, every match legit was pretty fucking good. It was crazy. Uh, match of the night, though. Tama Tonga, Tonga Loa, G.O.D., Gorillas of Destiny versus Show and Yo, Rapungi 3K. Such a great match. But yeah, su- such a great fucking match. G.O.D. was so over. Rapungi was over, man. But G.O.D., when they came out that entrance, everyone was fucking singing their song. It was fucking great. Oh my god. Tama Tonga's such a dick. I love this man. <laughs> He was fucking playing around with the crowd so much. He had the crowd eating out the palm of his hand, dude. Oh, my God. It was fucking great. But uh, great exchange towards the end. Both guys start going at it, you know. They look for the 3K. Uh, they don't get it. End up hitting a double dive on the outside. They come in, and it is uh, one-on-one now. Tomatonga and fucking uh, Yo. They start going at it. Tomatonga is looking for the gun stun. He keeps trying to go for it and go for it. Yo keeps fighting out, fighting out, fighting out, and then he finally hits the gun stun out of nowhere. Such a great looking one. One, two, three. G.O.D. retains the title. This is also a title match. Thank you, Big Truck. And what a great fucking match. Uh, definitely could see Sho and Yo moving on to the heavyweight division after this because these guys have been killing it with G.O.D. Uh, main event time. Cody Ibushi, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Kazuchika Okada. Defeated Tsuya Naito, Evil, and Sonata. Dude, when all these guys came out, man. Cody Ibushi, standing ovation. Hiroshi Tanahashi, there was was a woman crying in front of me, dude, when she saw Tanahashi. Uh, Kazuchika Okada, everyone lost their mind. The ground was shaking when this guy took off his fucking pants again. People lost it. Naito, over as hell. Evil, over as hell. Sonata got a gigantic reaction 
Oh my god, it was fucking great. Like, oh, the energy that was in this fucking building was so awesome. It was fucking great. Uh, the match was great too. They went about almost 20 minutes. Uh, Tanahashi ended up getting the win with this nice abdominal stretch roll up. I wish they could have gone longer. I wish they could have gone like legit a full hour. This match was so good. Everyone was over. Legit, everyone was chanting all these guys. We were chanting, please come back. Tanahashi gave us a fucking promo. I never heard Tanahashi speak English before. He gave us an English promo saying, uh, next time he comes back, he, when he promises he comes back, he's going to come back with gold around his race. He gave us a fucking air guitar solo. He gave us a second encore air guitar solo. He thanked everyone for being there. It was fucking great. Like, Tanahashi's just a fucking star. Like, dude, like I said, I never understood how anyone could hate this man. Like, legit, even I tried to, because I was just like, you know, it's Tanahashi. He's fucking New Japan John Cena, but no one could hate Tanahashi. This guy is fucking awesome. He's the fucking ace, man. Like, it, it says it in his fucking name. He's legit the ace of New Japan. But such a great wrestling show. Every match killed it for me. Every match was awesome. Uh, if I had to give the nod, I would give the nod to G.O.D. and Sho and Yo. I thought that match was just fantastic, the way they worked it. I don't know, man. Uh, I just want to see New Japan again so bad. It was just such a cool show. Like, it was a small building, you know. Like, they had a, a good, pretty good turnout. I think it was sold out. I think, yeah, it was sold out. It was just fucking great. It was awesome. Like, just the, the way they react to everybody. Everyone just seemed like they were having fun. Even, like, Okada and Cody Ibushi. Fucking Cody Ibushi, that was funny. People started chanting for him. And, fucking, he looks at everybody and gives them a thumbs up. And, fucking, Okada is so over, dude. This guy was getting so cheered. He legit had to tell the crowd to calm down so he can start wrestling. Legit, he, like, looked back and he's like, everybody, please, calm down. I was like, that's how over fucking Okada is. Like, all these guys, crazy, but... Definitely will not be my last New Japan show. Like I said, my my ultimate dream is to go to Wrestle Kingdom one day. That is my big bucket list, gonna die dream. I hope I can do it one day. Hopefully Shibata will be back by then. <laughs> That's another dream, but so fucking fantastic just to see. Got to see fucking everyone I wanted, pretty much wanted to see. Was really happy with seeing JY, GOD, fucking Ishi, Goto, fucking everybody. Vans, Lions, Archer. Good stuff here, good stuff, but shit. Uh, what better note to end it in than a New Japan review of me actually seeing these guys, but that's it for me. I'll catch you guys next time. UUSK92 for the YouTube, UUSK92 for the Facebook page. Whale Talks Wrestling is now the name of the show, rebranded, this is episode 20, like I said, if you have any questions, send them over to bkdragon92 at yahoo.com, I want to answer questions soon, hopefully I can have some more guests on, you know, maybe like my cousin or something, we can do some more joint reviews, that was good stuff there, I like that, but that's it for me, I'll catch you guys next time, go watch some wrestling, enjoy your week, this is going to be a great week, we got the first NXT that's really super ragged live, AEW debut episode, Fox debut, where Brock Lesnar is going to take that title from Kofi, boys, but this is going to be a big fucking week for wrestling, I'll tell you that, and that's it, I'll catch you guys next time, peace out, everyone take care.